The day had started out mild and sunny, but weather changed quickly as storms blew across the vast waters of the lake. Monica turned into the driveway of her cottage, the gravel crunching under her tires as she pulled around toward the garage. The trellis outside her back door was dripping with pink climbing roses, bees happily buzzing from flower to flower. She stood for a moment, breathing in their scent, feeling the soft breeze against her face. Spring had been a long time in coming, but it had been worth waiting for. Mittens, her little black and white cat, greeted her at the back door. She was still very young, and while she had certainly grown, she was still as playful as ever. She wove in and out between Monica's legs as Monica walked back and forth between the kitchen table and the refrigerator, putting her groceries away. Monica had invited her half-brother Jeff for dinner. He was the owner of Sassman Ash Farm and the reason she had left Chicago to come to Michigan. He had needed help with his cranberry crop and the small farm store they ran, and Monica hadn't hesitated when he'd called. She'd also invited Jeff's mother and her stepmother, Gina. Greg Harper was coming, too. Monica thought about what Bart had said again, about her and Greg getting married. They'd been going out for several months now, but so far no commitments had been made on either side. Greg was busy with Bookham, the new and used bookstore he owned in town, and she was busy at the farm. Besides, she wasn't sure she was ready for a serious relationship. Monica picked up the telephone. She'd better remind Jeff about dinner. He had any number of stellar qualities, but remembering things like dinner engagements wasn't one of them. She dialed his cell phone number, but after ringing a dozen times, the call went to voicemail. She looked at the clock. He was probably out at the bogs. The farm required a massive amount of work, and there was virtually no such thing as a day off. Monica whistled for mittens, who came running up in back of her, skidding furiously on the slick tile floor, and finally coming to a halt with her tiny black nose an inch from the refrigerator. Monica opened the back door, and Mittens skittered out, peering over her shoulder and looking slightly guilty, like a prison inmate making a break for it. Monica took the path that had been worn into the dirt out past the pump house, where the equipment that controlled the sprinklers was kept. The grass had turned green again after the long winter, and birds were singing in the trees and flapping their wings as if they were spreading the news about the coming storm, which was even more evident now as dark clouds continued to roll in. The cranberry vines, which had lain shriveled and dormant under a protective coating of ice and sand over the winter, had finally bloomed, creating a sea of delicate pink flowers trembling in the breeze that blew over the bog. Jeff was standing on the far side of the bog, leaning on a shovel and taking a swig from a bottle of water. Monica felt a rush of affection at the sight of his tall, thin frame and the shock of curly auburn hair that matched her own. Jeff turned when he heard her coming. It's beautiful, isn't it? He motioned toward the flowers that carpeted the cranberry bog. It certainly is, Monica said. 
They stood quietly for a moment, admiring the scene. Mittens ran through the grass, batting his paw at a butterfly that had the good sense to stay just beyond the kitten's reach. By the way, Monica said, turning toward Jeff, do you know who's living in that cottage down at the bottom of the hill that runs into town? The one that's been abandoned? Jeff cocked his head. No, what makes you think someone is living there? Like you said, everyone has always assumed it's been abandoned. I saw smoke coming from the chimney and a jeep parked in the driveway. Jeff shrugged. That's curious. There have been no signs of life around the place for years, as far as I know. According to what I've heard, the man that used to own it died, and no one ever came to claim it. He took another pull on his water bottle. I'm sure someone in town already knows all about it. Barter the Van Velsen sisters or someone at the Cranberry Cove Diner.